0: Welcome back to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keone, and today I'm exploring one of the hottest topics in the online space right now, chat GPT and AI or artificial intelligence in general. And specifically, of course, I want to talk about how you can use it for your email marketing. Now, before you turn away thinking that AI isn't for you because you're worried everything will sound the same or will be unoriginal or just doesn't sound like you, please don't turn away as I'm going to share my thoughts around that throughout and where we can draw the line between what ChatGPT does for us and what we can do ourselves. If you aren't familiar with what I'm talking about, ChatGPT is an open artificial intelligence language model. So it answers questions you give it. So you give it some prompts in a little chat box and it responds to these text inputs based on all the data mined from across the internet. And for online marketing particularly, it has a ton of potential for generating your content, including your emails. Now, ChatGPT isn't the only AI writing tool out there. Canva even has one as part of its documents feature. I think Microsoft has one come that's out. But what makes it different is the fact that you can chat back and forth with it until you get your response just right. So what you're going to get, um, maybe the first round is kind of like what you would get as like a swipe file, something you copy and paste from someone else. And then you edit like a fill in the blank style thing. But instead, because you can go back and forth, you can make it better and better and better. It's kind of like if you got an employee to write some content for you and you kept providing feedback and they will provide revisions to that. Chat GPT does that in seconds. And let me tell you, as I've been playing with it for research for this episode and just in general, I am in love and I can see so, so many benefits to my clients to help with their biggest sticking points of not knowing what to send their lists. Or like fearing that they just aren't good writers. We can combat that in like seconds with this software. Can you use it to write all your content and your emails for you? Yes. Should you? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. I don't believe you should just outsource all of your writing to this software. However, it will give you the best shortcuts and just add those enhancements that you might be needing. So much of email marketing and any online marketing is the infusion, of course, of your brand, your voice, and your personality throughout. A machine cannot do that for you. However, it can give you a ton of shortcuts to make this process super simple. So how I'm going to approach this episode is the process I would recommend you go through when generating like a newsletter or update style email um, using ChatGPT. Then at the end, I'll talk a little bit more about how you could use it for like your sales emails and automated emails too. But um, for most of us, it's going to be coming down to those regular touch points, those regular emails we want to be sending our audiences. So I want to run that through with you today. And it is a bit of a process. So the step, first step that you can use ChatGPT for is to generate content ideas. Um, all you need to do is ask it something like, give me 20 email newsletter ideas for who you are or, you know, what type of business you have about the topic. So if you have listened to previous episodes about planning your a year of content in 20 minutes or less, you'll notice that I talk about themes or different topics that you can talk about. So you might talk about, you know, your business as a whole, or you can say generate ideas for this specific topic, or you can get more specific. So you can add a line about who your target audience is. So you can say, and how it helps blank. And you can add as many adjectives as you want to this. Actually, another great question I heard for generating content ideas. I heard this on Ellie Swift's podcast episode about ChatGPT. And this is, What is are people searching online for about topic? What are they searching for right now about this topic? So it can give you an idea of what people are actively looking for help on. Then... It would generate a ton of ideas for you. You could do 20 ideas, 50 ideas. I actually recommend you ask for more ideas than you need because probably about half of them will be a bit samey or no good. Um, but you just want it to be your brainstorming um, superpower for you that you don't have to even do that step. And now at this point, you might want to start getting more specific as it could start pretty broad. So maybe you could add in about that target market or add in a more niche element of your topic area. Um, once this is done, then you can take this list and literally work through them one by one. You can pop it into a content plan or you can use it to inspire more ideas. So obviously looking at these ideas, you might come up with more of your own and just list them out and literally copy and paste them to like a Google sheet. Um, I always have a running Google sheet of my different content ideas, pop them in there. So you've got them, you know, to refer to time and time again. So that's the first step. The second step is then to write the content. So choose one of those ideas that you want to work with. And at this stage, you have a choice. So you can take the idea and convert it straight to an email, or you could use it as like a blog post, podcast episode, or a video um, that you will then share with your list. So we can go both approaches with this. Either way, I recommend having ChatGPT write it as if it were a piece of content, like a blog post first. The reason is because if you say, can you write an email newsletter about this topic, sometimes it just puts it so much in just professional email language. It doesn't feel like this helpful or motivational piece of content. Instead, um, you know, you want to focus on, I guess, essentially the body and we'll worry about the extras later. So you could write your prompt like this, like write a blog post about and insert the topic title. Or you can get a bit creative with this, and if you, even if you don't have a topic in mind, you could do something like, can you tell me about a time when your product or service helped an ideal client with this problem? So that could generate something like a story-based um, piece of content. Or you could do super questions like, why should someone do a particular thing. You know, why should they outsource their email marketing? Or you could use it to compare two pieces of software or resources or modalities. So you can get it basically to write a really meaty piece of content for you. One tip here, again, is if you were doing like a list style piece, like top tips for something, I recommend asking for more tips than you need. So again, like if you don't have to include everything it gives you. So even if you want to write a blog post that's the top five tips, you could write, ask it to create one that's the top 10 tips, and then you can choose the ones they've got. And again, let that inspire you for um, different different pieces of content. So you might come up with something else. Okay, so that's the second step. Step three then is to refine it. So what you will have now is effectively an outline. So this is where I'm saying that, yes, technically, you could use what ChatGPT creates and just copy and paste that and use it. But, of course, there's that danger of coming across with no personality and just sounding very same-same. So there are two things you can do to refine this content, and this is really where ChatGPT shines. Firstly, Within the program, you can converse back and forth, asking it to refine what it created in a different style. For example, you can ask it to make it more conversational. This is a big thing. Every time I ask it to write an email, it just goes straight to this, dear sir, you know, (laughs) professional language. But if I say make it conversational, make it casual, make it friendlier. You can also say, can you be direct? Can you use short sentences? Can you be sassier? So any adjectives that fit with your brand style. You can also do things like make it in the first person or the second person because sometimes it might say, at our company, we do this instead of we do this. You know, it's just adding those examples. Sometimes it also has a bit of the fluffy language like, I just wanted to touch base and I wanted to reach out because we want to eliminate that stuff. You can also ask it to add more examples or say, give one specific example of how this helps, you know, stressed out mums at home. With their kids in the evening. So you can ask them to add in specific examples. You can also ask them to speak to a specific challenge or target market. So again, it might start quite broad and you say, well, can you, you know, make this more targeted towards this challenge or this target market? You can also get it to, you know, research and incorporate some statistics. So um, you could ask it to find that information for you. Um, you might want to ask for the sources as well. Or you can also do something really fun, like I played with this one, saying add a reference to something in pop culture or something that you might refer to on a regular basis. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to have some fun with this. So I, in an abandoned cart example, I said um, to ChatGPT, you know, can you include a Ted Lasso reference because that's in, you know, the later seasons out. So I said, let's put something in there. And it literally opened with like, howdy. (laughs) And then it said, it had a line like, had as Ted Lasso would say, be curious, not judgmental. And we're curious about what made you hesitate to complete your purchase. (laughs) So you can do these things that just add this enhancement, add this fun without you needing to think of all the references out there and go into your mental Rolodex to find something about, you know, a, a topic you like. So the magic is going back time and time again until you get something close to what you like. But even then, I do recommend taking that, copying and paste it into a Google Doc somewhere and doing your own round of edits and make it more you. So I would exit basically the ChatGPT chat at this stage, make your own thing, and then start a new window into the next step, which is to write the email version. So as I mentioned above, you can either use the content directly as an email or you can create an email, which the aim is to get them to click through to the content. So if it's the first, I would just say, convert the below to an email newsletter and then just copy and paste your text. Side note here, if you already have some great piece of content, some sort of blog post out there, if you have a huge back catalog of content, you can skip all the first steps and just come here and go, can you write an email version of this? and copy and paste the text, and it will create like a condensed, you know, short version of that piece of content. Or, and you can then say, you know, add a call to action of some description. Um, For the second option, so which is if you want them to click through to content, you can say, create an email newsletter, which will encourage subscribers to click through to this blog post and then copy and paste your text. So, you get here, get specific here about the purpose of the email. So, what do you want your subscriber to do? So, Say what you, the, um, what they want to convert to a news, newsletter, make it an introduction and say, and then I want the subscriber to do this. You can say, I want to include, a, have a question, add a question that you know, they want to make a reply, etc. And then step five, refine it. Again, we've got the first edition here. Again, you might need to say, make it more conversational, make it more direct, shorter sentences, first person language, and just do those refining steps. And then finally, you want to generate your call to action. So again, just saying, you know, make sure you know add a line about booking a discovery call or add a line about shopping now or to reply or to click through to the blog post. And then you can ask it to generate like 20 subject line options for the email. Um, Again, we want it to generate more and then see what it comes up with and choose choose it or use that as inspiration to choose your own. And then finally, step seven, copy, paste it into your software and edit it. Again, we want to do our own personal round of editing. So this might sound like a lot of steps, but if you think about it, literally you're getting it to generate your content ideas, then giving you an outline, refining it by adding, making it more in your style, giving examples, doing some of the research for you, all of that. And then all you need to do is edit and actually send. And as a bonus step as well, you can repurpose this to other content as well. So you can totally take this same piece of original content and say, can you make this into an Instagram carousel or um, generate real ideas based on this piece of content? And you can just go for your life. It's super, super fun. So quick recap of all those steps. One, step one, generate content ideas. Step two, write the content. Step three, refine it including your own round of edits. Step four, write the email version, or of course you can skip straight to this. Step five, refine it again. Step six, generate your call to action and your subject lines. And step seven, copy, paste, and edit. Again, your own round of edits. It's kind of like two rounds of the same process, really. Okay, So that's a lot of information right there and something I think will be super powerful for you um, in its own right for your regular emails. So honestly, (laughs) no excuses for not sending emails anymore. I honestly don't know how we can make it any easier. But before I wrap up, I did also want to address that you can use GPT for things like your sales emails too and your email automations as well. So for this scenario, we aren't starting with that piece of content. Instead, we're focusing on what the email is. So for example, you can ask ChatGPT directly to write a sales email for your product or like a doors opening email for your program launch or doors closing, etc. To get the most out of this, we want to make sure we tell it um, what we want to emphasize. So add details like who is aimed at or what your top three benefits are or Think about putting in something about why someone would want to purchase this or why they need to take action on something or using one of those stories. Like an abandoned cart email for your automations, you could do something like, you know, create an abandoned cart email. So again, we're getting specific about the type of email we want, but we want to say what the purpose is. So for potential customers that reminds them of items they left in their cart and encourages them to complete their purchase. And then we can do something like include a line with a link to our sizing guide to help them make a decision. So if you know there's always one thing, you know, that sits has them sitting on the fence, maybe you can put that in there. And you say it could also finish with a line about contacting us if they need any help. So you can include all that text, get it to generate something, and then work with it, then refine it. So it's as simple as saying what type of email you want to create ensuring you specify the purpose and mentioning just anything you want to include. Like you can be as long as you want and it will be able to generate for you. And then you go through those same refining steps I mentioned earlier. So again, um, especially for those of you who have listened to my previous episodes about what email automations you want to create or what emails you should be sending your list for those um, members of the email experience, when you go through and I say, you know, create this email, create this email, you can totally just go create this type of email. This is what I want to say based around, you know, the guidelines are given and generate this for me. So, so much power in this tool, and I'm so excited to hear how you guys have used it, even if you just used it to come up with ideas or give you an outline um, of some text or do some of the research for you. Gosh, you will save so much time and so much stress when it comes to your email marketing. Okay. Okay. So I will leave you with that. Um, If you want me to talk about this any more, if you've got any further questions, make sure to reach out over on Instagram. I am at Yale Kion. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.